0: The Ryan and Rush Show is sponsored by Vision Homes. If you're looking to build a new home in North Central West Virginia, visit AskVisionHomes.com. Vision Homes, building you a house you're proud to call home. And don't forget to subscribe to the Ryan and Rush Show, but don't take our word for it. Take Coach Neelan's. Hi, this is Coach Don Neelan, and you're watching the Ryan and Rush Show. Please subscribe. And we welcome you in to another edition of the Ryan and Rush Show, your source for West Virginia sports. Ryan, it's a great day. Nice victory Monday. It was an ugly game out there. But hey, that's what we wanted, especially against a team like Texas Tech, especially a team that's used to, you know, warmer days, a cleaner environment. It's kind of the game we predicted. The West Virginia Mountaineers stuck to our keys of victory, grinded out an ugly one. And hey, we're, we're three or one, Ryan, and looks looking good to start off the Big 12 season.
1: They hey they did their job protected home field three and zero to start the home slate this year they got three more so they're already halfway through the home slate hey these, these victory Mondays are do not get old so three straight happy weeks for Mountaineer Nation that I'll put it right out there that's a game in the first four years of Neil Brown that they lose every time mm-hmm. this team is different than the first four years uh the quarterback for TC or I'm already on to TCU for Texas Tech uh Morden. That was the same guy that lit him up last year in the forty-eight ten route in Lubbock. So I know technically show uh, Sho got knocked out, but Morden lit him up last year, and it was just it was a total route in Lubbock. That puts in perspective how far this defense has come in just a year, and for them to just completely dominate that game and and, and carry this team to win number three, the first three game win streak of the Neil Brown era it it it's refreshing man i'm i'm very happy for this team and and excited to see them hit the road now because we protected home field and now it's time to take this show on the road and really prove to people not a, the the we we proved the naysayers wrong that we weren't 14th i think that was an easy one to prove wrong all we had to do is win one game basically now it's time to prove that we're top half of the league team and and, and hit the road
0: Absolutely, is you're right. We kind of did. You think to start thinking of the checklist, right? Is win your home games, beat Pitt, get your beat it, beat Texas Tech, get your first win in the Big Twelve, and now with the show we take it on the road. And you know we'll get into TCU later this week. You know when we do behind enemy lines, um, our game plan, a lot of thoughts there. Maybe we'll get to a couple thoughts of TCU at the end of this episode. But let's talk about this game, Ryan, and kind of go in depth. Um, We talked about it with Nico, right? Kind of needing to start off the game. Get get anything you need to out of your system. And while that interception was one of the worst interceptions I've <laughs> ever seen, uh, hey, got it out of his system, kind of looked pretty good before that, said after that, you know what? just don't overthink it. Just do it. And when you run, as we were saying, the RPO markiel is when you have three options, you run in some misdirection with the tight end. Uh, he can take it off and clearly run for himself. He can hand the ball off. Hey, it's it's give the defense. Give the defense what they're letting you take, right? It's you don't over have to overthink this. Play to the strengths of this Mountaineer team. The line looks incredible. But the defense, we'll get to the defense here in a second, Ryan. But what a gain by this defense. Everyone, I mean, everyone was kind of worried about the defense to start the season. We kind of said here, hey, you know, it, it is not the greatest defense on paper, but if they play together, they're they're a very capable defense. But kind of from the offensive side, is after that interception, Nico got things right. Another ugly interception later but not ugly on Nico's side of it the, the wide receiver end of it dropping the ball and of course we know with with Devin Carter we're so sorry about his grandmother and you know we're here for you and you know it was a little bit of a tough game but no no one's going to blame you for that you know get it out of your system take care of your business because we need you this year Devin Carter but Neil Brown spoke on it today is that receiver room there's going to be a lot less receivers playing and it's going to be one of those who wants to get out there and play who wants to go after the ball because yeah on, on statistically you kind of look at it like oh wow Nico won two games against Pitt and Texas tech through for under a hundred yards each game or around there. And it's like, well, it's especially in this game, he would have thrown for more. They, they would have put more points on the board, but I get it's gross and stuff outside, but you got to Nico did every, besides that one interception, which he clearly made up for Nico Mm -hmm. looked great out there. He did what he needed to do. He didn't overthink. And when, when we have a quarterback, especially maybe not an elite quarterback or still a young one or one that's Everyone's counting out other position, skill position players, especially the wide receivers need to step up. So you're right, Ryan, when we look at this game, hey, this is a game we lose in the past. We lost the turnover battle. You know, things kind of looked ugly there for a second. But the fact that we were able to grind it out clearly shows we're not a bottom half team that this is actually a decent team that we're, we're putting together. It's just, hey, when we, especially when we play TCU in Fort Worth or we're on the road at Oklahoma you can't lose the turnover battle you can't no stupid penalties and you, and you you got to, your receivers have to hold on to the ball but you clean up those things Ryan it's it's not out of the realm of possibility that Dallas could be in our future
1: uh yeah i obviously long way to go and this would be a huge step and inside track with with the schedule i think it just to get re- right into uh the big 12 i think there's a top tier that's pretty clear with Texas Oklahoma Kansas State and Kansas Mountaineers don't play three out of those four teams. Mm -hmm. And they they happen to draw a good schedule. And what are you going to do? You take advantage of that good schedule. Not to get ahead of ourselves, but that's just the reality. So that that just makes this week so much more pivotal because us and TCU are probably in that next tier. Even though I know TCU just played for the national championship, they're not the same team. But to go back to Saturday, I'm going to give a golf analogy. That Nico interception, you know how you hit one off the first tee, you're not warmed up? (laughs) That was the mulligan. So he was like, all right, that's out of your system. No, that one didn't count. Now let's play. So that's how I looked at that. Um, loved the game plan the first half. I thought they established the run, uh, got creative with the pulling those tight ends, misdirection, getting Cole Taylor involved. He's our best wide receiver. I don't think it's even. <laughs> he really <to> is. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's a big body, catches everything. He blocks. And, and, and Neil talked about it. This, this, this wide receiver room needs to step up now. I mean, it's. I, I love that we're able to win games back-to-back weeks of not throwing for 100 yards. Uh, to me, I, I think it's refreshing. I love watching that brand of football just, just out-toughing your opponent. It's a reflection of the state of West Virginia. Blue collar, grind it out. But we, we are now that we're going to start playing some teams like TCU that are a little more talented, especially on the perimeter. We we, we got to get some separation at the wide receiver position. And I the weather will be better this week, but still guys got to step up and uh yeah i thought nico nico did his job like you said he 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 got that one out of his system he had another interception that wasn't his fault um but i think i think it's pretty clear garrett green is the better option of the two if garrett is ready to go but what also is the case is this was a great uh not trial but this was a great period for nico's development for the future of, of of what he's going to be. I mean, he never would have got these reps if Garrett doesn't go down. And who says Garrett doesn't go down again? We know Garrett likes to throw his body around. He's as competitive as anybody. There's no such thing as a slide with him. He's going to die for the extra yardage. So we may see Nico again, but I, I do think that Garrett Green does bring that veteran presence going forward. And I think we would have pulled away a little more with Garrett Green. But for the most part, really like what I saw from Nico in uh, his first career start.
0: Well, loved what we saw from Nico. I mean, like you said, is obviously we we need Garrett Green back. We want him back. We want him to heal up. We want to do it right. But what Nico allows you to do is a couple things, right? Is you know make sure Garrett Green is right. But even if he's like he's right, but I mean, it's football, right? You're never a hundred percent. You're only you're a hundred percent before your fir- first two a day, and then after that, you'll never get to a hundred percent again. Uh, but what it does is it allows you to okay make sure that Garrett Green gets at least where this injury is not serious anymore, where it's more of like annoying. Right. But two yes. is it can get to that annoying. Like he doesn't have to be perfectly healthy either. And you know, you have a great insurance policy behind him because obviously we don't want him to get injured. We don't want no one to get injured, but it's a collision sport, right? Th- that That's going to happen. So, so there is this kind of rest assured, right? Hey, Nico is behind Garrett green and he, he really just hats off to Nico and, Hey, maybe he is the the, the one um, for for years to come. Maybe he's that Nico that was coming out of high school had all that hype because I'm excited to see. And I think Neil Brown, for good or for bad, we'll talk about kind of the the one of the last possessions they had, which gave Texas Tech the opportunity to tie this game here in a second. But Nico showed he could he could whip the ball around too. And so if he's in time, can develop more and more as a passer, we get more and more weapons around for you know next years to come. I'm I'm a hundred percent on on the Nico train, but I do agree for this moment in time, Garrett Green just that that leadership that just uh, the the decision making I think leans towards Garrett Green. But talking about kind of just thank goodness, right? This wasn't a traditional kind of the last four years West Virginia football's been under Neil Brown, but mm-hmm. sometimes Neil can't help himself, right, Ryan? Sometimes Neil's like, ooh, let's. Let's try to catch them off again, and it's just like no, play to your strengths uh, before you know their last possession. Um, you, you're up, what was it like? I think it was around four minute mark, Ryan. Maybe high a and freeze. a half, yeah, four and a half, and it was kind of, and you only get, you throw three times, and only one of them. Were, like hand the ball off, at least get a minute, you know, a minute and a half, get something off that clock, making because two, it's gross outside. You have their 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 second string quarterback in there. They're they're all over the place. Texas Tech didn't want to be there. Don't don't give them the opportunity to get some momentum on on their last drive there. And I just this isn't Troy, and I mean that in a way where I think maybe in kind of the lower levels of football is yeah maybe you, you can surprise people like that. But this is Power Five football. Like the, Joey McGuire is a great coach. Maybe Texas Tech is, but like he's he, he's telling you run the like come at us like, and, and Neil Brown, just like, Oh, let's just whip it around. Let's throw some people off. And it's like, you can't do that because they know, like, it's not a surprise anymore. They know that Neil Brown wants to do that. Like that's Neil's Brown instinctual, like, Hey, let's try to sh- surprise them. Let's try to shock them. So it's no longer a surprise anymore. So, I mean, thank goodness. The defense stepped up there really, really hats off to the defense, but we, we cannot do that moving forward. We cannot, if you can take time off the clock Take control of the game. It's like we are talking about your best units, your offensive line, and running backs, so use them, especially in the late game situations, when it favors you to use that. So yeah,
1: yeah, and, and, and I know they they kind of stalled. like uh, Texas Tech was really st- stacking the box. that was but mm-hmm. everybody's going to stack the box. And I, I'll give out the example perfect last night. Uh, a lot of our fans are Steeler fans. That last possession, Pittsburgh runs the ball. And run predicting situations gets it to like third and four, third and three. I don't care if they're stacking the box. You got to find a way to get two to three yards on first and second down and make that into a third and five or less. Make it a third and three because then you open up the whole playbook. But throwing on first down, then all of a sudden,
0: kind of got to throw on second down. Yeah, you you got to throw on second down. And
1: then then you're third Mm -hmm. and long. So, like, that's why I like to run it. I know they were stacking the box, but. You got to look at your offensive line, your veteran offensive line. It's the strength of the team. Nobody's debating that. You got to you got to go choke this game out and, and put these guys to bed. This this game is on the offensive line um, and run it right down their throat. You got to find a way to get three four yards in a cloud of dust. And if you got to throw it on third and two with a little play action, then that opens that up. The Cole Taylor mm-hmm. misdirection stuff. But I, I I hate throwing deep on first down. I I know it was open, but like. We haven't completed that all year. So I I, I don't want to do that when the game's on the line. I want to, if it ain't broke, don't fix it and pound the rock. And then if it gets a third and four, third and five, third and three, then you throw the ball and see. If sure. It, yeah. I mean, that com- completing and protecting is the other thing. Pass protection on third and three is a lot easier than third and 10, third and 11, or whatever it was. So I'm with you, man. Um, but for the most part, 90% of the game was a great coach game by Neil. I, I We're just mm-hmm. nitpicking the end of the game. And like you said, there's something about this team that's more resilient than the past four years. They lose that game every time over the first four years. They, they would have found a way to give up that touchdown and lose the game in overtime. We saw it with Kansas last year.
0: Yeah, and we're in a position to nitpick because I think the point we bring up is, yeah, we're nitpicking now because they followed through, but we easily could have lost that game. Based off of that play calling so that i think that's the fear we have now right it's like neil brown going into his old neil brown self it's like we can't have that and he's as much as the whole team's improving ryan coach is down everyone seems to be a little more cleaned up every week um it's great progress we're seeing they're not blowing games like they easily could have in in the past but it's those couple where it's like oh you got to flush this like it's not completely flush from his system and i think that's why we do have the right to nitpick because we have four years we have a four-year sample size of neil brown so four-year sample size and then we see him kind of turn the corner not fall into that cell and then he kind of does that at the end of the game it's like come on man
1: you know better That it didn't work to be honest because it's a reminder don't do it again yeah yeah
0: exactly it's like okay we lost like we lost the turnover battle we did kind of stupid stuff like that like okay, we got the win. We're good. No harm, no foul. But like, we got to move on. Like you, you can't do that. But I did notice this, Ryan. I don't know if you saw, I forgot what quarter it was. And I might've been the third quarter where they did do a kind of that traditional screen pass, but because they haven't done screen passes in so long and they have everyone kind of set up to stack the box because traditionally that's what we've been doing. Then look, you get away with a screen pass and it works for seven, eight yards. So it's yeah. like, Use that, use your surprises, use your kind of trickiness or playfulness, Neil Brown, for when it matters. Like make it a surprise. Don't make it like the surprise your thing. So I, I think that's what we're going back to. But let's talk about this defense for a second, Ryan. Um looked fantastic, absolutely just incredible. Incredible. They stepped up. They they gave up a field goal early, but that was off the, the Nico turnover. So to only hold them to three points gave up another field goal later the the talking about nitpicking the one thing I had to nitpick and I know the defense was out there started to get kind of long because the offense started to sputter a little bit Wide receivers were kind of missing some passes so there was a little bit of that momentum swing I think it was fourth and 12 and it was the drive they ended up scoring the touchdown is they kind of gave up that long play and I get it it's not they've been they played flawless all game they played flawless at the end of the game it as we were saying a lot of this stuff worked out for the better but Man, fourth and twelve—you, you got—you got, you got to hold it down a little bit better than that and score. But I will say the fact that Nico after that the offense went down and answered—that's also something we haven't seen before. Kind of to shift back to the offense. So more praise for the offense. But hey, I mean, if 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 the most we're complaining about is you know cleaning up the turnovers, uh, you know don't give up a fourth and twelve on defense and better play calling at the end. But you still get the win no matter how ugly or nice it is it shows we are trending in the right direction. It's like it's been this four-year, five-year, like, just give us something. And now we're getting something, but we've got to keep this momentum and keep moving forward.
1: Yeah, and, and, I mean, these guys were flying around. Uh, Game ball to Marcus Floyd. I thought he was phenomenal. Trey Trey Latham was awesome as well. Latham, yeah. Uh, uh, Wilson and Burks were solid. Kapoga continues to be a tackling machine. I mean – I, I I this this unit has gotten so much better since the Penn State game. Like it's night and day. And you know what? Looking back on the Penn State <laughs> game, they were going against a pretty good unit there. I just asked the Iowa Hawkeyes this this past Saturday how good Penn State is. Um I thought I th- I think the Penn State games is just gonna continue to help this team more and more, especially going on the road this week. But this mm-hmm. defense, this defense was it kind of, it looked like the olden days a little bit. They were flying around, hitting hard. They were. Um, well, coach, I mean, they, they 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 had a game plan, and they wore down a little bit there. But you know what? They 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 gave us a lead at the half, thirteen to three. They were put in some bad situations with turnovers. Held strong, held them to field goals, and finally wore down. That's why we got to get the offense a little bit going. But I mean, these guys, Beanie Bishop's continues to be solid. Um, this has been the biggest pleasant surprise of this team. How good so they had, how, how much better this defense is.
0: Yeah. So including the last goal line stand, which was incredible. Actually, you want to know this what this game kind of reminded me of was the first Virginia Tech game in Morgantown, where we kind of got up and then kind of let Virginia Tech back in and then had made that stand at the end. This this kind of felt like that game. Um, but I was gonna yeah.
1: say Iowa State with Brock Purdy his last year. Oh, I was at that yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, another. It was wet. It was, it was. It was wet. Yeah. I was like goal line stand. I was like, this feels like Iowa State uh, two yeah. years ago. But yeah, same yeah. year. Similar. Same year.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. Well, that's the only way they were getting wins that year. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's that. go. Let's go back to fast forward it. It's you had the defense get three turnovers on downs, including that last play. You had you know they were kind of starting to huff and puff at the end, and you don't blame them for that. They were out there too long. The offense had to do a better job of you know letting your defense rest up. But they put it together for one, just one, you know, four downs at the end there. And, hey, to, to not really, you know, only give up a, a field goal off of that uh, interception, the first interception, and then to have an interception, you know, that wasn't Nico's fault when I think it was Carter's hands. Um, and then for them to do a turnover on downs to end the half, it's, it's, and it's, it's incredible. They're getting in these like fourth and ones and still stepping up and stopping them. They, yeah. they are flying around everywhere. This, I, I I've said this and I don't know, maybe one sometime I'll reveal it. Cause I don't think it's that big of a deal, but before this whole season started, Ryan, one of uh, a source, very close, very high up um, with, with West Virginia is they said like, I'm this defense looks good. I'm not worried about this defense. And a lot of people like, but then we go through the whole summer and on people are like oh, this defense, who knows, you know, might be down, might be this. I'm like, ooh, yeah, it this is a great defense. Gotta keep it up. Gotta stay healthy, of course. But I'm there is something about having confidence in your defense to step up and then knowing that your offense is progressing and getting better. And and that's what we're seeing here.
1: Yeah, no, I I I agree, Rush. And I, I think with the schedule too. This defense is going to present. uh, This schedule presents opportunities for this defense just to ride them in a game like this. I mean, Mm -hmm. not to get ahead of ourselves. Oklahoma State's very limited offensively. Uh, BYU's got its limitations offensively. Cincinnati has its limitations offensively. Houston's got its limitations. Uh, So this team that we're playing this week does not have its limitations. So the defense is going to have its work cut out. But like, like you said, man, this defense and offensive line, you start really riding that, especially in November and December. That's a recipe to win football games late in the season, especially when the weather gets cold. And in a place like Morgantown, you play to your environment, you play to your fan base, and I think I think they're going to get better and better. And they are. They're, they're clearly bought in. I mean, we keep mm-hmm. seeing the, the videos, 14, 14, 14. These guys are – these guys got a chip on their shoulder, and it's as bought in a team in years. I mean, this this this, this is a fun team to get, get behind. And like I said, man, looking forward to seeing how they do on the road this week because that's that's a big lit, lit test.
0: Yeah, not only on the road, but against the national runner-ups. A, a place, though, Neil Brown, that West Virginia has had success. success. We've done well in Fort Worth, and we've done well against uh, TCU. And you bring up the other schools. I mean, you you get this one, Ryan, go into your buy Get the inside track. Watch out for West Virginia. Seriously, watch hey. out because then you have all the newcomers. After that, Oklahoma State doesn't. I mean, your big game after that. I mean, Baylor at the end of the season. Baylor's probably the way they're going. They're they're not going to be stepping. That's not going to be Baylor. Baylor as we've known them. I mean, really, it's kind of it's the the three games that I'm like they're all away. The three games left that are like, all right, man. If we at least get two out of three of these ones, like we we might be in Dallas. Is TCU obviously this week? Uh, at UCF, especially Plumlee comes back, and um, at Oklahoma. But hey, this is this yeah. is a great way to start that, Ryan. So inside track, Mountaineers are three and one. Got to keep going. Hey, first tied for first in the Big Twelve, Ryan. So let, let's let's keep that going. Uh, we'll we'll be covering TCU all week. Uh, this week, I think it was announced too. We'll will have a we'll have a basketball episode tomorrow. Discuss the the West Virginia Mountaineers schedule. Supposed to get the I think the Big 12 announced at the end of last week the schedule will get released. So we'll we'll break down the basketball schedule. And then we'll do our typical show Wednesday behind enemy lines and then uh, Thursday do our predictions and how uh, we keep going and, and beat TCU at TCU. So excellent game for the Mountaineers. Ryan, you called it well, you're you're starting to call it. Hopefully you get it right. You one said game. your big prediction was <laughs> one, <laughs> one game to go that going into the bye, West Virginia will be four and one. And if hey four four and one, look out. Cause then we got Dana I, after that. You got get up for that game.
1: I was uh, I was laughed at by by a lot of people. They said no way they're better than uh, two and three. So hey hey, I hit the over already on some of these uh, some of these predictions. So but hey, still still ways to go. This is going to be a tough game. Obviously TCU is good, but I, I like I like our matchup. I, I think we can control the line of scrimmage, and we'll dive into that with our keys to victory. But yeah, one more game for the for my bold prediction to already hit five weeks in.
0: Well, and the thing is too, I mean, we've started the season off at Penn State, and which could be a playoff team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that and you can't <laughs> tell me Penn State's atmosphere is worse Ooh. than TCU's. Like that like you everyone, their has their atmosphere is historic. So yeah. hey, you've already played a tough road, a harder environment, a harder road game with knowing a lot less. So now go to TCU, a place you've done well at. Hey, it's it's I really feel like we're finally in a position where it's ours to lose, Ryan. So hey, just gotta keep riding, keep going. Um, but don't but don't give up that underdog mentality because we're still being kept out. We're you know, we're not oh, gonna yeah. be favored in this game. And hey, I like that. Don't favor us.
1: It makes we're double it we're like, double-digit dogs again. I I I love Double digit it. dogs, I mean, baby. There's no reason we don't need to be favored. Keep up that underdog mentality, keep saying 14, 14. I think if we win this week, we guarantee not finishing 14th. So that would be a nice check mark too. So, but yeah, man, uh, nobody's going to pick us again this week. Nobody thinks, everybody's like, Oh, they're going to, they're going to fall back down to earth after, uh, hitting the road. So we'll see, man. Like you said, we both like the matchup.
0: There we go. We, I I really like the matchup. So we'll we'll talk about it more this week, but it is, it is absolutely a winnable game for the Mountaineers. So, Hey, we love you all go Mountaineers. Great start three and one. Let's, let's move to four and one. Let's, let's keep this going. And, We'll see you again tomorrow. Have a great day, everyone.
1: We'll see you tomorrow. Victory Monday. Go Mountaineers.